Hey guys, it's 2am and we've got some thoughts. Let's dive in. Welcome back to 2am podcast. You've got hosts Andreana and Chrissy. In addition to Julia, who we like to call the Matt Damon to our Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and. Hello, this is Raymond here. <laughs> wow, a week late on the accent, but all right. Yeah, you guys don't like that accent. Poorly executed, but <laughs> moving on. In this love-themed episode, we'll be giving a review of The Kissing Booth 2. We'll discuss the concept of soulmates. Julia will tell us about all of her suitors, and we'll finish off with a story time of when someone at a bar decided to tell us about the three types of love. We're going to start with our segment, Are You Not Entertained? Are you not entertained? And today we're going to be reviewing The Kissing Booth 2, which is the new teen movie that just came out recently on Netflix. Joey King plays this girl named Elle, and she basically has a love triangle between her college boyfriend, Noah, and the new hot guy, Marco, at her high school while also dealing with other teen problems. Joey King is supposed to be this really awkward, relatable, but like also cool girl in high school, but we don't find her relatable at all. She's very awkward and very annoying and has the attention of two really hot people, which makes no sense, which is why we think it's very similar to a fan fiction where the rules don't apply and it doesn't reflect real life. So she's very annoying. And honestly, we hated all of the characters in the movie. There wasn't a single character we found cool. There's this new character that they introduced that's supposed to be Noah's best friend. And her name is Chloe. And she's honestly the worst because she's one of those girls that is almost too perfect that you hate her and it's really not even out of jealousy it's just annoying she's like the typical cool girl yeah that doesn't exist and then in addition to that the new love interest in this movie marco had no personality so the movie was over two hours long and we didn't learn a single thing about <laughs> him besides the fact that he's supposed to be this like Hot guy, honestly very similar to Noah, so there's no contrast between the two. He was basically like an ethnic Noah. And then speaking of Noah, Noah and Elle's chemistry was lacking so much, and you can very clearly tell that they broke up in real life. So it was just awkward seeing two exes film together and have to love each other when they clearly have beef. Yeah, Joey King seemed like she tried to film this and not be awkward, but Jacob... Elordi was just so awkward it seemed like they were really trying to enjoy each other's company as characters and it just wasn't working lastly the most annoying pairing in this entire movie (laughs) was Elle and her best friend Lee so dumb such a stupid juvenile friendship I hate them together they sound they feel like fifth graders yeah they would like make gestures and weird faces at each other you are in high school why do you hang out in an arcade every day of your life Mm -hmm. that is so weird also they the whole premise of the movie essentially or I think what it was supposed to be (laughs) was them playing Dance Dance Revolution The two of them are supposed to be good at it. And basically, they enter a dance competition so that Elle can get enough money to go to college. 
because apparently this Dance Dance Revolution competition will give you $50,000, which is so unrelatable at all. Which also leads into the fact that why is it always elite colleges? Because she was applying to Berkeley and Harvard. There are financial resources that she can look into that she didn't discuss at all. And she goes to this elite high school that yeah. overlooks the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And you're telling me you can't pay for Harvard? You need DDR money? It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. It, it just the whole plot, there is no plot. No. There's not absolutely at all. no plot. No. And it's a two hour rom com, if you can even call it that. And it felt like I lost seven years of my life. And honestly, one of the most annoying and kind of offensive moments, I think, was they had this C story. Like, there's usually an A story and there's a B story. For some reason, this movie decided it would be cool to have a C story. Yeah. I have no idea why. And it was like this LGBT love story of this guy who realized he was gay and then at the end has this moment where he, you know has this moment with his lover, and it was so forced, and I didn't even know their names. Yeah, me neither. I don't even know who they are. No. And the kissing booth doesn't even come until the very end. Yeah. So basically, we were trying to figure out a rating for this movie, and it turns out we couldn't think of one. It's yeah. so bad. Mm -hmm. It's arguably the worst movie we've ever seen in our entire lives. It sets the new bar for low. I didn't enjoy a second of it. The characters were awful. The kissing booth makes no sense. None of it made sense, actually. We're going to bring in Ray to give his rating. So a quick Ray leaves reviews here. For The Kissing Booth 2, I give it a hate on this love episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was, are you not entertained? You're I'm, not entertained. No. Not at all. Now we're going to move on to Fuego. Or... No go. So this week's Fuego or No Go is going to be the discussion of soulmates, whether or not there's one true soulmate out there for everybody or whether or not you have multiple people that you can fall in love with. This is a very interesting topic because there's a very realistic perspective and there's a very idealized one. So, you know, the one perspective of having a one true soulmate it's definitely something that I believed in when I was a kid. It was very romanticized that, you know, you always find that one single person, your twin flame, as Megan Fox likes to mm -hmm. say. You always find your other half no matter what. So for the people who believe reincarnation and things like that, your soul will always find your other half of your soul and they're forever intertwined. So if you believe in more of predestiny and you're just always destined to find that one person, it's a very sweet, romanticized way of looking at it. And Chrissy and I were talking about how all of the movies kind of make you feel that way. Yeah, especially if you're somebody like us who grew up really <laughs> loving all the classic Disney movies. I feel like that's where it starts for a lot of people or just any type of content that's similar to that for children, I definitely think this is a concept that is baked into your mind at that young of an age because it's just romanticized. It makes it seem like you have your one true love and that's the person meant for you and you fall in love with them just by one glance across the ballroom, so. <laughs> the ballroom? <laughs> yeah, setting a scene here. <laughs> setting Cinderella up real perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a really sweet way of looking at it. If you find someone that you do believe is your one true love, it's really sweet to be like, oh, we're, we're soulmates. We just really get each other. There. Mm -hmm. When people go on dates and they're like, this is the best date I've ever been on. We really vibed and connected mm -hmm. and I've known this person for a really long time. Yeah. We definitely thought about that a lot more when we were younger. I mean, I definitely did 
reading all of the romantic books that I used to or watching movies. But Mm. the other perspective is something a little bit more realistic in the sense that you can fall in love with multiple people and you're not necessarily destined to just find one person. And this is definitely the perspective that we both tend to lean towards nowadays. Being older now, having (laughs) actually experienced things more. Love. Yeah. And there's not necessarily that one true soulmate for you. There can be multiple people that you could be compatible with and could spend your life with. And it's just a matter of time and place, honestly. And whoever gets to you first and the time you're at in your life as well and the phase you're in. And something that I talk to Chrissy about all the time is that I feel like the older you get the more it becomes a little bit, I don't want to say scientific, but you really have to look for someone that's more compatible with your lifestyle and the values that you have versus having that passionate one true love would die for this person versus having someone that it just makes sense. You become partners and there are different types of love obviously too. So the idea that something so predestined is just seems a little fake. I don't know what the right word is to describe it. It seems too good to be true. And even if it seems really romantic, and you want to believe that about your partner there could be so many different scenarios where you end up with different people and it's not necessarily one person per se yeah and going off of the whole idea of there being different types of love I think that a lot of people think that their most passionate love or most passionate relationship that they have is their soulmate because if they feel like they can't find that same fire in another relationship they think Maybe this person isn't the one for me and, you know, it's never going to live up to that other relationship I had. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that other person was your soulmate. It just means that that's the type of love that you had of that person. But love comes in all different forms. It does. And it doesn't mean that the one that you felt the most, I guess, like emotionally, doesn't mean that that necessarily is the right one for you that Mm -hmm. would be everlasting. Because you can have an idea of what you think you want and the love that you need and feel it really intense but that also comes with a lot of intense negative emotions also versus someone who just makes sense like it's hard to I feel like it's even hard to put into words but another thing that we should also talk about is would everyone have a soulmate you know because there are a lot of people that end up not with someone and are hopefully perfectly content and happy with themselves but not everybody ends up with someone so if you do believe in having one true soulmate is it just you didn't find them or let them go I mean, there's like a lot of layers to that in general. And another reason why I feel like one true soulmate doesn't necessarily make sense is because you're always looking for someone to complete you and you shouldn't have to find that in someone else. Yes. You should be able to complete that on yourself. I think the most important kind of love is self-love and it's something that I think most people struggle with all the time and have this perception that you need to find someone to make you feel like the best possible version of yourself. You just need to find someone that will help you get there but that doesn't necessarily mean they're your all and they're the ones who make you that person because if you can't do that for yourself then that's not healthy yeah you have to be able to do that for yourself I was younger got caught up on this a lot especially when you were single is just thinking that you have to find someone because you know everyone has hopefully a soulmate and not being able to find that puts so much pressure and stress on you so if you do feel like you found your soulmate I think that's really awesome and (laughs) great for you but not to necessarily get bogged down if you don't feel like you have one or if you feel like you've fallen in love you know multiple times with different people and had Mm -hmm. different kinds of loves 
with them. You don't have to look for that one person that completes every single thing that you think you Right. Need. You don't need to go on this search for your one true soulmate yeah. and feel like you failed at life just because you haven't found that yeah, person. Yeah, 100%. Because maybe you can one day or maybe you won't, but that's okay either way. And you have to just live your life and let things play out the way they're supposed yeah. to instead of being so focused and fixated on finding something when you can just be complete on your own. Yeah. Use that energy instead to complete yourself yeah. with yourself yeah. and yeah, go on your own spiritual journey. Focus on yourself because that's a lot more important than finding one true soulmate per se. Now we're moving on to our segment called Julia Rambles where Julia will be talking about her many suitors. Yeah, so I kind of um, set this up briefly. Was it last week that I talked about my curses? And I mentioned that, you know, anytime we go anywhere, there's going to be some weirdo there and they're going to find me. So we were at a local Mexican restaurant, had a quesadilla in front of me. That kind of screams, don't come over here. But then... Justin, who Adriana described as a skinnier Charles Manson. <laughs> this guy comes up and he says, you are just the loveliest person. I, I don't like that adjective and I wish he hadn't used it. Just like, oh, like mouthful of quesadilla. And then he's just like, well, what's your name? And I'm like, uh, Julia. And he's just like, Juliet. So I'm just like, no, it's Julia. And he's just like, okay, can I just at least like sh shake your hand? He's like, I'm Justin. So he goes in for the handshake. And then he just pulls my hand towards his mouth to kiss my hand. To kiss somebody on the hand at a booth where they're eating, there are too many steps here. That do not happen to, um, I would say, most people. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing that comes to mind is more in the realm of having swingers hit on you. <laughs> so I was in Nashville for a bachelorette party. Uh, we are at some place for dinner. While we were there, sitting at the bar waiting for our table to actually open up, where I was sitting at the very end of the table, there was one open chair next to me. This older man named Keith. Yeah, the best old man <laughs> name, really, arguably. And his younger girlfriend, they were both like, hey, can we uh, sit in this chair? I'm like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. They kind of do their own thing, and then they decide that they're not going to leave me alone. And then they just start making out. I mean right in front of my face and I tried to ignore them again then they finally were like hey hey can you um watch our seat for us while they're gone Annie your sister and then our other friend were sitting right next to me they were like Julia I think they're swingers I was like do you think like what really like yeah I, I know and thank you for noticing this and not helping like they did nothing but laugh so yeah they come back the woman tells me she's like oh what's your name by the way I'm like it's Julia she's like oh our girl's name is Julia. What's your middle name? And I'm like, oh, like, this is getting weird. And then she answers. She's like, oh, yeah, ours is Rose. She's like, Julia Rose, because she has lips like a rose, reaches out, touches my mouth. <laughs> I finally got rid of them. And then, like, I noticed throughout the restaurant them finding other girls. I mean, they were really going in. But I'm just like, out of a whole group, like, why is it going to be me? And everyone in the group was like, I mean, who else would it have been? I was like, that is a fair, very fair assessment. Yeah, so I mean, vastly different things. Getting your hand kissed at a <laughs> table, having swingers approach you during a bachelorette party. When we were at Clifton's, 
for those of you who are not in Los Angeles, Clifton's is a just absolute outrageous four star, <laughs> not four star, God no, um, four story <laughs> bar. <laughs> Each floor more insane than the last. There's a giant tree going up through the middle. There's a tiki bar. There's a swing floor. There's just so many things coexisting in one place among a lot of taxidermy. So I'm there wearing my glasses. This guy comes up to me and he's like, hey, I like those glasses. You're a reader. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's just like, I mean, hey, how are you? I like your glasses. And I was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I, what line? Like, hey, are you a reader? I'm like, no. I need these to see. Yeah, like, I'm actually very, very blind. But, I mean, I would say that's more in line with just a quick hit on and leave. But, like, even that was, like, extra weird. Not just, like, can I buy you a drink or whatever happens to most people. To wrap this all up with uh, possibly my worst story in a bar would be about the time a guy pooped his pants. This one guy kept coming over to me. And at one point he came over and yeah, I just smelled so bad. Like I was just like, you, you just like filled your diaper. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I mean, if you're that gone that you just poop your pants and you don't like think twice or you still like think you have a shot hitting on somebody. Like I, it's shocking to me. I think the worst part of all of it, though, was that since I was there at a bar close and then I went outside to get my Uber. <laughs> so while I was waiting, he kept coming up to me on the sidewalk, <laughs> fully smelling still. And at one point, like I was on the phone with my driver who was all like, he decided to like be the kind of driver that's like, oh, I can't find you. And while I'm on the phone with him, this guy comes up behind me, wraps his arms around me in an embrace. And I started yelling and I had ordered an Uber pool. So by the time the car did get to me, there were, I didn't realize I was on speakerphone with the driver still. <laughs> so when I got in, the two people in the back and the driver are all like, are you okay? I really made such a scene into the phone, like forgetting that they're still trying to find me. I will never go there again. On that note, that is uh, Julia Rambles for this week because that is a lot to take. <laughs> Now it's time for story time with Weona, and we're going to keep the love going and talk about this one time. Julia and I learned about the three types of love. So we were actually on this trip to go visit Julia's friend in Seattle, and we went to this karaoke bar called Hula Hula to, you know, get the full-on Seattle experience. And I made a big mistake, (laughs) a huge mistake. Tell them what you did. I'll I'll tell them. We were walking around this bar and there was this smaller boy just doing magic tricks for a bunch of people in the bar. And he asked me if I wanted to see a magic trick. So, of course, I said yes because I love a good magic trick. And if he could trick me with whatever card trick he was doing, he said I had to buy him a drink. And I was like, okay, I'll buy it because I love magic. And I lost. Yeah. I don't even remember what the trick was. I don't either. But it wasn't that good, too. And I still lost. No, it was a very run-of-the-mill card trick. I mean... I'm pretty sure he was counting cards, but, you know. I had to buy him and his friend a drink. I didn't know that they were a twosome, that I had to buy him (laughs) a drink, too. He did nothing. But anyways, I 
buy these kids drinks and we are making they yeah i should preface this they looked very young i don't even know if they were 21 to be quite honest i ended up buying them drinks and then what happens is they leave to go do other magic tricks for poor unsuspecting victims to probably get more drinks from them as well and he comes back when he notices that me julia and julia's friends are cracking up oh yeah we're because we're just sitting there like oh my god he's doing the exact same thing to the next table in his brain if he thought we were interested in him or yeah yeah he had to come back and explain himself basically so after he saw us laughing because we just thought it was humorous he came back to explain himself which is not what we wanted it may sound like we're being mean to this poor kid but you just wait he explains to us then he doesn't come to bars to meet girls i'm here for the conversation we're like, you you come to bars for conversation. conversation. And he's like, yeah, see, well, I believe in innocent love. And we're like, oh, all right, well, what's innocent love? Like, where would you meet someone then? And he's like, oh, in class. <laughs> class. class. Like, we're just like, I, in your high school? Like, where I'm confused. Like, how, how old yeah. are you, sir? Yeah. But anyways, he decides to mansplain to us the mm-hmm. three types of love when we didn't ask, but... Here we go. So the first type of love is innocent love. Direct quote. (laughs) Innocent love, like, you know, walking a girl to class, holding her books. Very middle school, high school, he said. Yeah, Yeah. very very innocent love. Then you have the second type of love, which is full-blown, toxic relationship, always fighting, but you learn so much. So it's important, you know? Yeah. It's 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 all part of your growth. Yeah, you grow with a second type of love. And then you have the third type of love, the real love, the everlasting love. And uh, we still honestly quote this so many times years later because it's just so funny to have this small child explaining to us the different types (laughs) of love. And he ended his giant mansplaining session with me, myself, I'm on that third type of love. So even if you hear any of us accidentally say I, myself, or me, myself, it snuck its way into our vocabulary. He had many more things to share with us. And I did bring up too, I was like, well, your third type of love philosophy here kind of sounds like third time's a charm right and he's like well see that's what's interesting that's why all of those things come in threes that is so incorrect but i don't even know where to begin to debate you on this so i'm just gonna he didn't even let us speak no he just like spiraled about the three types of love that nobody asked for he he goes away for a while right they come back and magician friend just out of nowhere it's just goes, hey so do you guys have an american express card this very specific, I don't know which kind of card he was, was asking about, something right. with travel points. We're just like, I'm sorry, do you work for American Express? <laughs> like, what What are you telling us? And he was just like, no, but I um, I hope to one day. <laughs> oh, like, you, you hope to work for American Express? And his answer was, yeah, well, it's good to have goals. <laughs> which... He, it was so aggressive. It was hilarious. We were all so. very insulted. Like, very oh, we shocked. have goals. Like, <laughs> they're just not to work at American Express. Um, mind you, this is over the span of like three hours. Yeah. Where this kid just keeps popping up out of nowhere. Yeah, we're never rid of us. But anyways, he comes back for a third time. Because, you know, things come in threes. Yeah, they do. Kid. They do. And comes back and he says... He asked me for my Instagram and, you know, it's not to hit on me, according to him, because he likes photography, mm-hmm. obviously. He's very interested in photography. Which and, is why he won my Instagram. And so. he wanted to look at your face. My face, <laughs> specifically, which yeah. is my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he follows me, I allow it, and he comes back <laughs> and says, I just have to ask you one thing. Why don't girls smile in their pictures? 
And there was this huge audible groan from Julia, me, and Julia's friend. Because we literally just yeah. talked about this an hour ago. How it's so annoying when guys say, why don't you smile more? You would be so much prettier if yeah. you smile more. Oh, it's more. the worst. Also have loved to have been in his shoes in that moment just to see what all three of our faces looked like. Because oh <laughs> the reaction was just like... Horrified. Wide-eyed, so mouth mad. open, just yeah. like... Infuriated. Yeah, which his timing could not have been worse. Because we were already kind of fresh on that rage anyway, but ooh, yeah. So instead of just going away... Like one should after do that. perpetually yeah. ruining our nights. No, no, no. He sits at the nearby bar and very theatrically, he's got his face down in his hands. He's just like... No, like really dramatically weeping into his hands. And his friend, who hasn't said a word all night, comes over and he's like, hey, I'm so sorry about him. He didn't mean it like that. Oh, look, he's so upset. And he would motion over and his friend was just like on cue. Staring at us. Like shaking his head. Like super upset. He's like, I really messed up. Yeah, I really did it this time. Yeah. He's like a blue it. We're like blue what? Like blue you didn't Conver- any conversation. Yeah, because you don't hit here. on girls at bars. So yeah, it was the most absurd thing I've ever witnessed. Anyways, as if it could not possibly get any weirder, mm-hmm. it does because it is a karaoke bar, right? So we're waiting for our turn to be able to go up, but there's a list, and all of a sudden we see this magic kid go up to <laughs> the mic. And all you hear is the beginnings of B.O.B.'s song. That drum beat. I've got the magic in me. I was like, he's not singing this song. I think the best part is he didn't know the words. Oh, he didn't. He just was bopping around and humming. Yeah. It it was odd because it's a karaoke bar. You can just look at the lyrics on the TV. He couldn't do it. He's not a rapper. He's a a lover. Yeah. (laughs) And he just needed to um, let us know that magic was his thing. He's got the magic. And He's he very on brand. the magic in him. If you ever wanted a very simplified definition of three types of love, you can go to Hula Hula in Seattle and hope to find, find yourself magic a magician. Yeah. To tell you, he'll what break love it down is. for you. Yeah, he'll break it down for you. He'll serenade you while his friend swoops back in to ask for Adriana's number. Oh, <laughs> terrible. So, anyways, now we're familiar with the three types of love and me myself, I'm I'm looking for that third type of love. <laughs> That's all we got for this love-themed episode this week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.